Thou dost cause the grass to grow for the cattle and plants for man to cultivate, that he may bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the heart of man, oil to make his face shine, and bread to strengthen man's heart. From Psalm 104. Good morning, everyone. I'm Rob McCall. This is the Awanajo Almanac, a collection of natural and unnatural events, rank opinion and wild speculation devoted to feeling at home in nature, breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. And this is the Almanac for November 23rd to 30th, 2012, the full beaver moon. So here are some natural events. Beautiful autumnal weather continued through Thanksgiving and Why not? We still have almost a month of fall left, according to the calendar and the almanacs. Unnatural events. I got a call this week from a young mother who lost her home in a nearby town, whose children have been taken by the state. She was looking for a place to lay her head. The Emmaus homeless shelter in Ellsworth was full, as it often is. And I suggested she try home in Orland, and hope they weren't overflowing too. But here's the irony. Meanwhile, our local hospital is holding on to no fewer than three large vacant houses in the village until they can decide what they want to do with them. Sell them when the market goes up or level them for another parking lot. The irony is excruciating. Have we forgotten the meaning of hospitality? Here's a saltwater report. The Department of Marine Resources announced this week that their sampling of scallops in Cobbscook Bay, which has long been the fabled Shangri-La of scallop fishing, shows that more than 80% are too small to be harvested. And the department says that they may have to close the season soon after it opens this year. Here's a rank opinion. One is tempted to ask, why open the scallop season at all? Why get all that gear and infrastructure set up just to shut it down? Why plow up the broken and battered bottom any further? Why haul up all those undersized scallops and all that hapless bycatch just to throw them back? Why not just call it off this year? And here's a mountain report. As I was heading up the trail on a mild morning, it seemed that the mountain suddenly began talking to me. A sudden rush of words came pouring into my head, full of new ideas and new perspectives on things. It was like listening to someone far wiser than myself, gently but firmly teaching me what I needed to know. At the risk of making you think that your commentator has really gone around the bend this time, I will say that this has happened to me before. And maybe, maybe it's happened to you too. This time the mountain was expounding on the theory of evolution, whereby the organisms which survive and thrive are those that best adapt to their environment. But what is the environment, said the mountain? It's not a thing, it is everything. Above and below, near and far, active and inactive, living and non-living, seen and unseen. It is made up of all weather, every stone, every grain of sand, every cloud or drop of water, every living thing. 
Any change in one calls for change in all. The scene is not of a bloody battle for survival with only a few winners, so much as it is an age-old worldwide creature chorus, swelling in song with every member, constantly tuning its pitch and shading its volume to every other, to create the most pleasing and beneficent harmony, embracing and enhancing all, ever richer ever more beautiful. Some voices sing high, so others sing low. Some are silenced while others are added to the chorus. Some rise while others fall. Some sing the descant while some hum the bass. Some die so that others can live. It's the music of the spheres. And the director is also the composer who hears from within and swoons with delight. So the mountains seemed to say on that day. And now here are a couple of seed pods for you to carry around with you this week. The first from Charles Darwin, 1809-1882. There is grandeur in this view of life with its several powers, having been originally breathed into a few forms or into one, And that whilst this planet has gone cycling on according to the fixed law of gravity, from so simple a beginning, endless forms, most beautiful and most wonderful, have been and are being evolved. And from the Irish poet William Butler Yeats for Ray Shea, Come fairies, take me out of this dull world, For I would ride with you upon the wind and dance upon the mountains like a flame. Well, that's the almanac for this quarter moon, but don't take it from me. Go out and see for yourself.